Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The New Normal with Lee and Chantal. How are you, Carino? Uh, I'm okay. Just hang in there. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something more exciting. So the other day, someone at work asked me, well, so this person got promoted and I was asking them about their p- new position and how they're liking and all this. And then real quick, the answer, you know, went back to me with not what am I doing or where do I plan to go, but what is your dream job? And so I froze and, you know, I'm a, somehow a people pleaser. And I just said, something conventional, something people want to hear, something productive. But in essence, because I'm trying to practice, you know, meaning what I say, I like retracted it in my head and I felt bad because I didn't really mean what I said. And that's why I want to talk about it today because like this probably happens to a lot of other people who just say something that they might not necessarily mean. So anyways, in my case, I'm trying to understand like what really my dream job would be or like if saying a dream job, does that actually mean it's a job or it's it's a dream like literally, like that would be my dream. Like, so for example, <laughs> some people would be like, it's my dream to just continue um, skydiving every single day but then that's actually a job so you're getting philosophical on your nine to five co-workers no I'm not <laughs> but like when you really think about it when someone says because she like that person didn't say like where would you like to be like what type of work do you want to do it it went straight to what is your dream job so like to me, I, I really try to listen intently and really think about my thoughts and like how I formulate, you know, my reasoning why on, on why I make decisions. Because you're like, you're like that. And then I try to, you know, step it up too. And I try to like better my thought process. So that got me thinking. And I was like, geez, like, why did I answer that way? Like, why do I always answer to something that, you know, people want to hear instead of speak my own truth? Um, so then I was just thinking about like, oh, do other people have this problem the way I do? Like, like, do you have this problem the way I do? What's your dream job? Like, what would you say? <laughs> well, most people probably have a dream job because that's the way they think. They have a structured way of thinking and but that's not how i think about it i just think about what would i want to do and what's the purpose behind it i don't think about things in the job you know what do you call it confined in the job structure and also i think now even if you don't even if you just go find a conventional job the concept of job is being challenged too what if you have it and that's why i think i was thinking that way because before i would can think conventionally and be confined with okay these are the jobs that are available in the market but now i'm trying to shift my thinking to oh actually like being a youtuber is a job now you know like that's not looked down upon being like whatever social media is a job now it's not a dream job anymore like people make a living out of these things or even just being an artist for example but i don't consider not- that as a job like that's the thing no? okay that's not What's how your I, definition that's not how i think about things so i i kind of don't know where, where, where the line is mm-hmm. of what a job is like as if, for example a person sitting in the office nine to five and you're just given tasks and you got to tick off boxes, you got to clock in, clock out. That's yeah. for sure a job. Okay. But what if it's remote and you can sit on the beach, right? Sipping on alcohol and yeah. swim, take a dip if you want, but then you just need to be on computers and checking Excel spreadsheet here and there as long as you 
do the tasks you're supposed to, then you're paid hourly. Is that yeah. still a job? You know, that's the thing now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like. That's why I'm actually like thoughtfully or critically thinking about that question. Yeah, like, and also most people don't think about this. Is they just accept things as what they are. Like, yeah. Oh, this is a sales job. This is a, I don't know, whatever job. But then that job is didn't start out that way. Somebody created it. Mm-hmm. And they could change it. It's not a fixed thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I totally, I know what I know what that means. Like whatever I mean, you, like, whatever you think sales job entails, that's not. It doesn't have to entail that. It's just someone in HR department or somebody who they designed it that way. So that's how you know it. But then they could change it. Like uh, for example, right. Before 2020, if you think about server job in the restaurant, you would think to to serve people, to get the dishes and put them on the table and things like that. But now that job became like getting, receiving payments and giving people takeouts. So the whole job changed. But then it's, Maybe the task changed. Maybe not necessarily the job, but like the task. Yeah, like, but my point is, do you still call it a server? Like, is it oh. a server job in your mind? Because it's you're doing a completely different thing now. Is yeah. it, where's the line that you do 100% the same thing as before? 80%, 50%, 20%? What if your 90% of your job has changed what you do has changed do you still call that a server it's create is a concept that's created is my point yeah. so jobs like on a philosophical level kind of don't exist is there's an example okay this might be most people think this is funny but i think it's a good point right all right here we go there's the philo- philosophy kicking in no, 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 this is not philosophy. This is real life. Okay. Elon <laughs> Musk changed his title to Techno King. It's, it's as Where? a joke. On Twitter? No, in his company, in Tesla. He's the, oh, techno, geez. Okay. He's the techno king of Tesla. And he mm-hmm. changed his CFO, the financial, the, the leader financial guy. He changed yeah. his title to the master of coin as a reference to uh bitcoin interesting but, but it's a it's a joke yeah and then people asked him why did you change the, the title and he said ceos don't really exist it's it's not a position anybody can be ceo or you don't have to have a ceo in your company for example right now in tesla there's no ceo he's the technical king a uh, techno king and then his CFO is um, master of coin. So Tesla technically right now don't have a CEO and don't have a CFO. And he said, when you register in a corporation, you're required to have a president, have a board, have a treasury. I think it's three people that are three positions that are required to form a corporation. So you're not even required to have a CEO. It's just something that's made up. And mm-hmm. since Elon Musk changed his title, he's been doing the exact same things. So the title doesn't really restrict your power and doesn't restrict what you're supposed to do. You can do whatever, you know, is that, that's my whole point is the CEO title is like the equivalent of a job. Yeah. I mean, like when you said, your title doesn't restrict what you do. Not necessarily. I mean, like if we're really talking about a job and hierarchy, there are levels to this, you know, you can't just be like, okay, I'm like, quote the manager, but then some, a a subordinate under you says, but I make all of the decisions. Like it actually doesn't work that way. But 
if let's say you are a manager at company A, okay, and you can manage at company B and company C, it means completely different things. Yeah, of course, and that's why like job descriptions, even job descriptions vary, and salaries vary. In company A, if you're a manager, you could have all the power. You you might be like close to a CEO, mm-hmm. and in company C, when you're a manager, you might be just the same level as everyone else. Yeah. So when you say my dream job, like as an example, if my dream job is to be a manager, then which one do you mean? Mm. Like you're, you're, it shouldn't be a dream job. It should be my dream is to lead these people to do these things. Whatever the position is called is irrelevant. Yeah, so it's really based on making an impact. Yeah, so like... Or what results you want to get out of the task yeah, so, that you're doing. Yeah, so Elon Musk's stream is to transition the world to sustainable energy. His yeah. dream is not to be the CEO of Tesla, is not to be, you know, a shareholder or, or any, any title like that because it doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could be like, oh, my dream job is being a doctor or being a lawyer but then being a lawyer the difference between lawyers and lawyers are very different it could be called a different job yeah yeah so that's how i think i think about things in terms of what you actually doing and what's the impact and what's the purpose behind it so there there's a way that we grew up i guess and we're molded into thinking a certain way about jobs and now the world has really shifted and it's not so clear-cut as before so there's a lot of gray area in terms of a job itself a task itself the salary itself like all of these things how do we how yeah, do you, we you know you know a good analogy this mm. is is gender like back in the days, oh man, no, no, we, we don't want to know? talk about that. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of hate with that. No, no, I don't no. want to be a part of it. You know, I just let people be. I just let people do as they please. You know, what I'm saying like you'll be yourself. No, but I'm just saying, like back in the day, people just accept. Oh, that's a man. And that's a woman. But now it's like, what is a man? You know, there's like a lot of. When you say a man, yeah, see, I know, I knew you were going there. But what I'm saying, when you it would say a man, now pe- people picture many different things, and there's a, a spectrum. Yeah. The same thing with the jobs, with managers, and with lawyers, and with whatever you know. The like, but that's not just two jobs. That's not just two genders. That's two like most things. Most people just think things in a fixed definition. Hmm. Well, before there was the superiority between being this type of, you know, uh, role and this kind of level, whatever. Now it literally doesn't matter. Like before people who wore suits and who dressed up to work were people who, you know, one and maybe school would look up to. But now people wear T-shirts and jeans and could argue in the same level as those people who wear suits or even the other way around it could be like people in a suit could be like a greasy car salesman and no one likes that you know like it's so different now yeah i it's not only just like doesn't matter what it is as long as many people want it i think is a problem Mm. like everybody's different yeah so you're supposed to want different things when everybody wants to be the suit the lawyers the doctors i think is a problem and if you swing back the other side now everybody wants to be in tech wants to be in jeans and t-shirts, I think that's a problem too. Yeah. What, 
whatever you want is not the point is the point is if you want the same thing as everyone else then you're just following other people are you sure that's really what you want that's true too and then i guess like that's goes to how i responded because i don't necessarily know if everyone thinks like that because there's so much differentiation now so like the answer is safe when you say something that's familiar to them but now that things aren't and everything's differentiated how do you communicate something that is like i want to be this and do this but in their world it's just so clear cut the way it was before so how like are people being educated on this like should should the generations upcoming generations be taught in a way not to think like cookie cutter now like how do one how does one make well that way that way is just easier like just as an example it is like in politics there's conservative there's um what's the other one republican republican democrat there's like two parties there's a little more in canada but in us there's only basically two parties mm-hmm. but there people must think more differently than just two camps it's not a yes and no question there's like many thinking in between yeah. but it's just easier to say oh i'm a democrat and you're a republican I'm far left, you're far right. It's uh, rather than finding the nuance in the, no, I agree with this, but then, you know, not that, like I will agree part of it, but not the other part, you know, that's mm-hmm. like too, people don't want to spend the time and mental energy to get to know things like that. But if you phrase it in a simple way, I think people could understand, but you got to understand it well yourself. Mm. like as an example you could say i enjoy working with people i just want a job that would you know have interaction with people and be able to help and helping other people to achieve their goal gave me satisfaction and that Mm -hmm. that naturally will make you fall fall under certain types of jobs so yeah. you don't have to have a one particular job, job, but then you can be like, what type, what type of environment you like to work in, what type of things you like to do, what type of things you want to achieve. That's fair, but it's also very vague. Like when someone says that's your dream, like, is that your dream job or what's your dream job? And that's how you answer them. It's like, well, I don't think they really actually know what they want to do. Kind of like if I ask someone else what their dream job is and they know off the bat, like, how do you know that though? You Don't you have to try different jobs to figure that out? Or like when you get to your dream job, would you, would you think back and say, Oh yeah, this is actually my dream job or, Oh, I'm completely wrong. This is not my dream job. Well, again, like, I think the best way is to thinking about it in a like a real life way in yeah. the first principle type okay. of type of way mm-hmm. instead of thinking what type of jobs like the example i gave like i try to think of like a regular what can help you to fall under a regular job description mm-hmm. but if i give you another example you you understand if i say I just want to help animals. I love animals. I just want to help animals. Any job that can get me to help animals. Mm-hmm. Then it's clear, right? Like people can see your interest and they can see kind of your vision. And then you might end up being the, the daycare person who taking care of the animals. Or you could be accountant at an animal shelter. Or you could be a HR person, marketing. But then as long as you're related to animals, you're happy. Yeah. That's a, a, a lot simpler example. Like if you can, but then you got to understand it. Well, first of all, you got to have it. Now, not, not everybody has it, which is pretty sad. 
And then even if you have it, you got to understand it well enough to be able to communicate it. Yeah. I guess that's, that's it then, like, particularly for me and how I answered, it might just be because, like, I haven't explored that enough or I'm just trying, I'm just really critically thinking that I, my, I'm changing the, the way I approach yeah. things the way i used to think about what you're supposed to do like the age-old question was always should you do what you're good at or should you do what you love yeah but now i have pivoted my thinking a little bit i i used to always think like do you, i try to imagine two scenarios where one i do what i'm passionate about but i'm not good at and the other I'm uh, good at, but I don't like it. Mm -hmm. But now I think there is something that's on the side that most people are not talking about is that what's purposeful, not passionate, but what's your purpose? And then I realize a pattern in everybody who's achieved like a, have high achievements is they have a strong purpose behind what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily have to be passionate. Like before Elon Musk uh, started Tesla, he wasn't passionate about electric cars. He did such things didn't exist. Steve Jobs wasn't passionate about touch, touch screen phones because such things didn't exist. How can you be passionate about something that didn't exist? But like I heard someone discuss this today. They were saying like Zoom and Slack. These companies are not moving as much because the CEOs overnight became a millionaire or billionaire. They were like a private company, not very known. And then 2020 happened, all of a sudden they become a big hit and their stock go up and now they're all of a sudden very rich. They don't, they're not driving as hard. Like they, they were good at it. That's how they build a company. They're like, they enjoyed it, but that's just as far as they could go. Whereas Elon Musk, his purpose is to get people to Mars. So before that happens, he's not going to stop. No matter how rich he gets, no matter he hates his life, no matter he's not good at it, none of those things will stop him if his purpose is strong enough. He wouldn't. He would drive just as hard until he achieved that purpose. Hmm. So now I think people should think, instead of asking, looking outwards, looking at all the jobs and be like, which jobs do I want? They should ask inwardly, What's, what's my purpose? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to push forward? What type of change do I want to, uh, what's the word, like enforce upon society, enforce upon the world? Hmm. There, there's a saying that you either create the world you want to live in or you live in a world that's created by others. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm saying is that the way that we were brought up or the school system or whatever it is, it's really just made to follow, you know, what is available. And the way your approach is, is really thinking about it for yourself, like thinking critically and then being the first to start it. And then if, if you come across uh, people who have the same vision or goals as you, or even purpose as you, then you team up with them. But before that was more rare because everyone just follows, you know, the herd and or what is looks good or, you know, what's uh, the tried and true thing that everyone else before them has done. But now there's all of these new paths that are being open and that or even resources that are available that aren't available available before to even just try and go do and or connect with people who have the same purpose or, or vision right so like 
if yeah. if we're not even being exposed through our learning like it, it kind of that uh purpose or um that mm -hmm. critical thinking of how to view a job now is like lost a little bit it's like still in its old ways yeah well, it's the problem is most people are taught through extrinsic value like what are, why are you going to school because i can get a job why do you need a job because i can get money yeah why do you need money because i can buy this and this and this everything is from the outside given to you but then you're just pushed to wanting these things before you ask yourself do you even want it yeah which is where I'm at, like, okay, like, I originally wanted this, but do I actually want that? Because then I see my peers who have, you know, followed the path, and I'm like, oh, it's so different than when I thought, you know, like, now I'm more open to exploring different types of opportunities that I never thought I would want to explore. Yeah, it's, when you go to school, when you go to work, and all of these things, you should have an intrinsic score on like what are you trying to get out of it and you monitor are you getting that yeah if you're going to school because you're learning things you're progressing and you feel fulfilled then no matter the degree will lead you to a job or not you will be happy yeah and most likely you're going to do a better job than others too if they're just doing it for the money or you know for to get a job and then when once you get to the job if the job if you doing the job for the money you are not going to do anything that doesn't pay you extra money yeah and that's pretty sad like if if they pay you to to um to be locked up to sleep in jail then you would yeah. There's, there's a there's a person who said it's not the money that you want is the freedom because if i can pay you five million dollars right now to not move for the next five years you wouldn't take it mm. the money doesn't get you so instead of chasing money you should chase freedom freedom is more valuable to you and the freedom is more intrinsic than extrinsic. But money, money gives freedom and opportunities, no? If that's why you're chasing money, like see, like it start if it starts. It goes from, hand in hand though. No, it doesn't. Hmm. How many people have more money that gave them more anxiety? That that locked them down even more because they're in a higher position in the company. They couldn't leave the company even more. Like if you're, if you're a lower level employee, you can ask for uh, maybe not lower level and more entry level. Yeah, sure. There's no such thing as low level jobs, but anyways, so the point is, it's like, I used to be there. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> For example, if you're an owner of a 10-employee business, you are more free than being a business a owner of a 10,000-employee company. Mm. But you are richer if you have 10,000 employees, but you have way more responsibility. You're locked in more, and you're, you're more stressed. It's everything. Yeah, I don't think people realize that, actually when one is like oh yeah i have a company or you know um i'm the ceo like those people actually have a lot under their belt that they have to take care of so yeah and that's why like if it comes from within you're like i want freedom and but i need this much money to get the freedom and then you go get the money now it makes sense now everything aligns rather than people you quit getting money to happiness and freedom and all of these things right but then that's not the 
like they they they've been programmed to think the the more money the better it's kind of like a person playing video games oh that's something yeah. that you know you must be very yeah. i have i have a lot of experience in yes that's good i'm, I'm glad that you acknowledge that I'm very qualified to talk about this. Okay. You are very qualified. So you'll be like, I think you you play game before too, right? I have, but not yeah. to the extent that you <laughs> But when you're playing a game, you're trying to get a score or you're trying to pass a certain stage and you fail. In your mind, all you're thinking about it is how do I pass it? How do I get a higher score? You're mm-hmm. not thinking about why. So you just keep on trying harder and harder in the video game. At the end, when you finally get it, and then you end the game and you're like, why did I play the game? What's the point of getting the end thing? Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, that didn't change my life at all. And that didn't, I thought getting to the end, getting the higher score will make me happy, but it doesn't. And t- turns out it's just a fake artificial thing that doesn't change my life one bit and that's how it is with money people are locked into chasing money like the score in the video game and they because they don't have it or they don't get high enough of it all they can think about is how can i get more of it they're not stepping back and think why why do i need it how much do i need it and what am i going to do with it yeah. Yeah. And then one day, if they get to their goal, they said they're going to, um, you know, they're going to be like, why did I need it? Like, I just, I like a video game where you spend three hours playing and then you just realize you wasted. Maybe not completely wasted, but then you just like, feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Yeah, I'm serious because I don't want to sound like I'm against video games. I want my kids to play video games. I think they're a good thing. You're only but, saying that because you play video games too. <laughs> it helped me, help me a lot. Help a lot of people. I, I, okay, I heard another time. I heard this is a common thing amongst everybody who's like done big things. So Elon Musk was great at video games. Bill Gates, like everybody. But anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were because they had the time to play video uh, games. And uh, CEO Square, <laughs> he loved video games. Everybody loved it. Okay. Okay. Um, where was I? <laughs> I don't know because you were okay, so okay, busy yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to justify video games. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Okay. So the feeling of why did I want to chase that score so much during the video game after three hours is the same feeling they're going to get after they get the money. But then it just takes 30 years to get that money. And then you're looking back now, you like you can put down the video game after three hours and then move on with your life. But then you cannot spend 30 years to get the money to just to realize that's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And 30 of your years is gone. Now what do you do? Also, this is actually a common theme in the Tesla community too. There's this... I love the way you just default to Tesla. Yeah, I love Tesla. Tesla is life. <laughs> anyway, so I've sent you this video of this Iranian guy, right? He, he is a um, former Tesla employee, and now he's making YouTube videos. Interesting. He totally just dropped Tesla? Yeah. Just for YouTube. Yeah. I'm telling you, YouTube is making big moves. I should really start my own channel. Now, let me, let me tell you why, okay? Okay. This is uh, why it relates to the topic. And this is, <laughs> this is common. This is common. You, you hear this, you might be like, oh, that's uh, probably just one off case. But then No, but that's what I'm that. saying. I've been recognizing that on YouTube. No, no, but that's not, that, that's not the reason why. But anyways, let me, let me go into it real quick, okay? 
So he was he worked in Tesla for four or five years. And then during those years, he got rewarded a lot of Tesla stocks and he bought a lot of Tesla stocks during the time. And that this was before 2020. And after 2020, this stock shot up. Now the stocks is worth more money than he ever thought he could have. Now he all of a sudden, instead of being happy, he felt meaningless in his life. That's why he was like, why am I working? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? And he quit just to search for his purpose in life. Wow. Okay. And, and then being on YouTube is part of his process on searching for that. He talks about it with videos and he interview others and he gets interviewed and he doesn't, he's not trying to make money. He's not thinking, oh, I would make more money on YouTube than test working in Tesla. It's just overnight, he was working very, very hard. And a big part of it is because of money issues. And now all of a sudden money issues gone away. He, re, he stopped, like he doesn't know what to do. Like, what's the point of doing anything now? Yeah. And that's why I said it's a common theme is I see, you know, Dave Lee, you know, there's like a few others. They, they, they stop working. They stop quote unquote, trying to find a job or trying to do something. It's because nothing they do because their Tesla stock is value so high. Now, nothing that's going to reward you with money can satisfy them anymore. But then that's what they've been doing majority of their life. They've been struggling to find money. Mm. But all of a sudden, everything that they've been building up is gone. Like they don't need it anymore. Now what do they do? Like it's like having a GPS and it's always pointing to the money. And now you've got enough money. You don't have like you need new GPS that point to something else. But what do you want it to point to? So it's a tough one. Yeah, like because of the Tesla stock situation, because it shot up so much, it created many people like overnight. They felt like that. Yeah. But I think most people feel that, but then it just takes a way longer time period. It takes them 30, 40 years. At the end, they feel the same way. Mm -hmm. But the good thing about them getting quote unquote rich overnight is like they're still young. They still have time to think and pivot. Whereas for those people who took them 40, 50 years to get to where they want to be financially, even if their life was wasted in their eyes, there's nothing they can do about it anymore. Yeah, except for now that they know they have to continue living life to change that, like to turn it around type of thing. And also it's very sad because they, they don't have more years to relive it. They, they, they don't have an opportunity to relive their life. They realize chasing money wasn't the answer after getting the money. But yeah. now they're trying to sp spread the message to other people and to their kids. They don't listen. They repeat the same thing again. Like when you don't have money, all you can think about is the money. That's what I'm saying, kind of similar to the dream job situation. It's like, okay, you figure out your dream job, you work so hard towards it. And then when you get it, it's like, well, it's, this is not even what I was expecting, you know? So what do you do? You, you have the skills, you have the education, and then you're kind of stuck with, oh, I have to restart that whole process to do something that I totally didn't realize I should be focusing on instead. Yeah. That's why I think it's difficult, but I think people should focus on purpose, mm. which is like very like abstract and 
most people don't want to think about it. But That's if you, hard. but if you're starting from purpose, and you make life decisions based on is this pushing my purpose forward, irrelevant of what the money is, what the position is called, whether people, you know, like think you're a fool or not, then at the end you'll like uh, what do you call it? like a laugh till the end, so to speak. You will be all the people who are laughing at you, judging you, at the end when they get a glamorous house and big glamorous cars and glamorous clothes and they have all the money, they're gonna be the ones feeling empty. Whereas you, wherever you end up, you're going to feel content, fulfilled. And then you know, looking back in your life, everything you did, you did it for that purpose. You know why you did things. Whereas those people just did it for the money. After they get the money, they don't even know why they need the money. Mm. Yeah. No way. Well, well, well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but it's a very difficult question, though. Yeah. Trying to find purpose. This is what I've been thinking for the past, I don't know, three, four years. This, this is what was was always on my mind. Is what's the meaning of life? What's the point of all of these? Mm. But it's like more prevalent recently. It's a part of the reason why I want to do this. Yeah. It's not for the money. It's not for the any. That's like the purpose I want to drive forward. And which you and or I are trying to figure out still, right? Yeah. But the general direction is like, I think leaving a positive impact in the world makes, makes me feel good, makes me feel fulfilled. Yeah, I think for me is just like, like these conversations help like myself and other people by provoking those topics or questions or um, thoughts to start, you know, thinking about because oftentimes I feel like we really do talk about things. Well, for the most part, we talk about things that um, is tough to talk about, which is why I'm working on my communication or we're working on our communication with it. Like, it's just, um, it's, you have to think about it for some time to, to communicate it then off the dome. Sometimes, I don't know, I guess it depends on the topic. But anyways, that's besides the fact. Yeah, like these conversations I would have with anybody in private regardless anyways yeah but like it's it just having like too little impact because i've seen i talk to people they get it or like they get part of it and they just keep on living their life because 99 percent of um their lives like surrounding them stay the same. So they just go, it's kind of like a, a criminal goes to the jail and then he promised he will never do it again. And he means it. But then when he go, goes back to his old neighborhood, he don't have a choice. He goes back to being a criminal again. Yeah. That's horrible. You know? So it's like, I changing one person is so difficult. It takes me, it might take me like 10 years having con constantly conversation with the same person to change that person, right? But then if I can have these conversations online, I can change 10,000 people can hear it at once. Even if each person only change 1%, that's still 1% times 10,000, mm -hmm. you know? But also with this channel, like I said earlier, or like you were saying earlier, is that like we we want to attract the same people who like think similarly to us and then maybe collaborate or like network too in a way. So it's kind I of want, like I want to attract people who have similar purpose. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if they have a similar purpose, then connect with them in a way similar to what I was saying earlier, what you were saying earlier is people who have a purpose, then connect with each other and then work towards that purpose. And then it becomes like an organization when it like it, it wasn't an organization beforehand, you know, it's like Elon Musk, like, um, why do you always default to Elon Musk? (laughs) No, I just had a lot of practice. No, I'm kidding. I hear it a lot about from you, but I'm just, easily influenced maybe not easily influenced i i learn quickly i try to learn the most valuable things and i try to stick with that that's why it's important for me to surround myself with those types of people anyways that's like sidetracking now but what like it's just like that when he is has a, this type mm. of purpose and people are on board and want to support him and want to work for him to you know jump start that purpose so I feel like that's what we're doing here. And then it'd be cool to see where that takes us. Yeah. I also find that trying to change somebody who wants to change is extremely hard. But trying to change somebody who doesn't want to change is impossible. Hmm. But you cannot go around and ask people, do you want to change? Do you want to change? And a lot of people who say they want to change, they actually don't. Yeah. So if they actually seek out our content, they listen and they make a move, like they take action, they separate, they, they come talk to us and be like, you know, I want to change too. I want to, you know, do this and this and this, but I don't know how. I'd be more than happy to help that person rather than a person that just happened to be close by me, but then they don't want to change. And I'm out here spending like all, all the time in the world trying to change them while these there are these people online who are not, don't live in my city, but then they are mm-hmm. more, what do you call it? Like willing to change, willing to learn. Like mm-hmm. one per, 1% of my energy spending on them will cause 10,000% impact, whereas spending on this person, 10,000% effort, they would change 1%. Yeah. I kind of feel like that too. Like, okay, so then question, do you think that it's fair for someone who say like, oh, I want to change, but then, like you said, there's nothing about it. And then like, do you think one has to be ready to change? like it they have to be a certain point in their life to actually make the action to change instead of just being like oh yeah I want to change but then does nothing about it because it's like what you said it's like there's someone who their intent is they want to change but they don't even seek out the right questions or uh, seek out the right steps to even get themselves you know on their way this is a very like a difficult question to answer Mm. there are like two schools of thoughts and i can see the point in both one school of thought is charlie munger he he just saying people are just the way they are just leave them alone people don't change like don't, don't even worry about it you know and i see that point i see a lot of you know people just living they couldn't be bothered you can tell them like I was a salesperson before. This is not completely uh, equivalent, but then it was just, I could come to them and be like, oh, I want to sell you this product. And they, they're like, no, I don't want it. Why don't you want it? And then they're like, because it's not cheap, because it's not good. They give me a list of reasons. Mm-hmm. And then I can be like, what if I solve every single thing on the list? I make it cheaper. I make it better. I satisfy all of these things, would you buy it? They're like, no. Then, <laughs> then these people, it's impossible to change. Like mm-hmm. you can be like, if you exercise more, you live longer, you'll be, be happier. You can tell them all the reasons in the world and they can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All makes sense, but no. Yeah. So I see a lot of those people. So 
So he got a point there. But on the other hand, Elon Musk says, I'll probably fail in taking people to Mars and making Tesla. But if the mission is important enough, even if you're destined to fail, you got to at least try. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that is like, there's a lot of people now doing a lot of great things in the physical world, the actual world, like, uh, you know, creating cars, rockets, creating pay- quick payments and remote work and Slack and Zoom and all of these things. But not many people I see are doing good work trying to improve people's sex- psychological side. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to create a, a luxurious, uh, fancy Disney world with all the hardware, but then you're just going to have a b- bunch of mindless zombies playing in it. Yeah. Then what's the point? So even if that's destined to happen, there, there isn't really a bigger, more important mission I can think of for me to trying to pursue Mm. so even if i at the end of the day at the end of my life i only change five people's lives and the everybody else became a mindless zombie and that did five people didn't make any material difference because only five i i was still like die in peace type of thing you know because oh at least i tried i i I thought that was the most important thing I could do. I thought that was a problem. It turned out to be a problem like I thought, but I couldn't do anything about it. But at least I took action and I tried and I'm happy with my effort type of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't have anything else to add to that because you really drove it home. Yeah, like when you said earlier, it's like, oh, we are um, like, we don't think like most people don't think about these things. They just think things society programmed them to think, oh, I need to go to school and you get this job, that job. And that is not good, but at least that's just the product of society. It, the society doesn't have an agenda at least. So you're, most people are, were being programmed by the society, by the norm back in the day. That was not good, but now it's much, much, much worse because there are advertisers and social medias and all of these things are designed by people and they're, they can change it however they want and they have an agenda to push. Whatever they're trying to achieve, they will affect, they will persuade your thinking to one way to fit into their agenda. Mm. And the harm in not being able to think independently and not have an intrinsic scorecard and follow intrinsic roadmap on where you want to go will go a thousand times worse into the future. So back in the day, if you don't think independently, you just end up being a nine to five worker and whatever. But now if you don't think independently, you're gonna be pulled into buying things you don't want, eating things you don't want because they're constantly showing you the expensive things on Instagram, showing the food on YouTube. And like they all have an agenda to push on you which works yeah that's the scary part yeah all the quality uh information or even misinformation like everything is just getting drowned into each other now so it it is like all of the fine lines that were set up is just diminishing whether it be information whether it be jobs whether it be gender yeah. am i allowed to say that but like you know like there's so many <laughs> things that is just like wow like 
I don't know which is what. So it it's even more of a uh, like importance to really start thinking about about things critically and thinking within yourself instead of outwardly, which is I feel like we have like talked about this topic a lot more recently, especially with the Joe Rogan thing coming out. I don't even know where that's at, but like, it's just important. It's a good tool to have in your belt and to move society forward in, in uh, just a more unconventional way, if, if you will. Yeah, think about this. Kids that grew up 30 years ago are now trying to figure out if they want the things because they want it or they want the things because their parents want them to want it. That's, yeah. But, but check this out, though. it gets much worse, right? Uh, it's because their parents have spent so much time with them, have so much influence over them. So now they cannot differentiate which is their parents' thoughts and their parents' desire and which is their own. Yeah. But now kids are spending way more time on YouTube and Instagram on Netflix than their parents. Mm-hmm. And they are polling, being polled to, oh, like the creator's desires pushed onto them, like how the parents wants pushed onto you back in the mm-hmm. day. But now it's by a thousand different people thousand different parties, thousand different companies pushing, pushing them on you. And then what, when the kids grew up, they wouldn't know if they wanted, they want the thing they want because they actually want it or because the advertiser wanted them to, to want it or the influencer they watch want them to, to want it. It's because a thousand, the confusion you get from, picking between oh is this what my parents want me to have or is it what i want to have gets a thousand times worse yeah because that's what the influencers do they influence yeah and they the kids now they spend much more time with the influencers than their parents so yeah so that's why people who really critically think or you know has an intrinsic scores card needs to step up and share what they're going through and or how they're improving themselves because you can't get drowned in all of that yeah i don't even know if this is even possible me neither but we can at least try it's going to be so difficult yeah yeah Anyway, yeah, like you get affected by your environment where you grow up is actually pretty important to who you will become. Yeah, it is. And I noticed that a lot. But what what if now you grow up on the Internet and it's, you know, like all of the the influence your environment physically, wherever you are, you grew up have on you now it's transferred into the internet and internet is a such a, it's a much bigger space has so much more influence and so much more powerful and so much like, it's just so like, you know, it's an uncontrollable machine. Yeah. And especially if you're a kid and you don't know who you are, how do you ever hold your ground against internet and be like, you know, the, all of the things I see all day, all of the people I admire, look up to, all the glamorous things I see, that's an, actually now me in this, you know, this is what I like. How do you build? Yeah. yeah I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to grow up in, in, a, in that environment, but that's what uh, all the kids are, you know. Yeah. A lot to think about. And poses more questions, really, that we'll probably answer or probably talk about in our next episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. It become a series. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, any other thoughts? No, it's the same thing with the war. It's sad, but I don't have a solution. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Anyways, having said all of that, don't be normal. Be yourself. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.